Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, folks. This is not Larry Kudlow. This is Steve Moore. Larry uh, is on a well-deserved vacation. I hope he's having a great day, a great weekend. And boy, does he deserve a vacation or at least a little time off. The guy works, I don't know, 70 hours a week doing the Kudlow show and then doing this radio station and providing all of the great economic advice that he provides our politicians. Sometimes they listen and sometimes they don't. And when they do listen, good things happen. And when they don't listen to them, bad things happen. And I think that explains what's going on with our economy. By the way, folks, this is Steve Moore. Uh, we're we're um, doing the More Money Show an hour early today, and we will go till two o'clock. So I have two hours with you. Thank you for tuning in. I've said many times uh, that John Katz, who's the owner of this station and, and a host of many great shows on this station, that this is a high privilege for me. Uh, I really believe that WABC Radio in New York is the top talk radio station in these United States. So what a what a wonderful opportunity this is for me every week to talk to you about what is going on with our economy, what is going on with Washington, and what's going on on Wall Street. Um, I want to remind people, if you are not getting the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, what we call our hotline, which is an email that goes out five mornings a week, um, please sign up for it. It is free. I'm not selling you anything, folks. This is this is not some kind of uh, uh, a way to raise money. It's simply a way to educate people about what is going on uh, with our economy, with your finances. And so if you'd like to get the Committee to Unleash Prosperity hotline for free, just um, go to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity uh, website and you can sign in and just give give us your email. We'll send it to you. Five mornings a week. I talked to Newt Gingrich last week, and he said that this is the first thing he reads every morning. And by the way, you can read it in probably anywhere between five and seven minutes, a really short read, five or six items about what's going on with the economy, politics, COVID. Um, and by the way, on the subject of COVID, I was reading a story yesterday that just kind of shocked me. I kind of fell off my chair when I read this, that um, there are still a number of colleges, as you know, most colleges started this past week. Some colleges will be starting on Monday in terms of uh, classes. And this, this uh, survey of college students found that um, over six out of 10 college kids will be wearing masks on campus most of the time, according to the survey. Now, <laughs> this was an online survey. It was not scientific. So uh, a lot of virtue signaling probably going on in these answers. But even if it's close to correct, uh, COVID is basically over. You know, and I, by the way, people, I believe in freedom of choice. If people want to wear a mask, you can wear a mask anytime, any place you want to. Although, did you see that story about many uh, uh, city stores are asking people not to wear masks because they can't tell the difference between the bandits and the uh, and the burglars and, and the people who are uh, just wearing masks because of COVID. And so 
Um, I found that to be kind of ironic that uh, some of these 7-Eleven stores and so on are telling people, don't wear a mask because we don't know if you're a criminal or not. But my point is, when you have six out of 10 college students saying they're going to wear a mask when there's virtually no risk from COVID, <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me, especially for young people. But look, if they want to wear masks, that's fine. But there are a number of colleges that are going to still require masks in the classroom. So, for example, Georgetown in Washington and George uh, Washington University for indoor activities are requiring masks. Um, we're two and a half years into COVID and people are still, the schools are still requiring masks. I, I saw that there are a lot of um, uh, kindergartens and there's a lot of um, grade schools across the country that are still requiring their kids to wear masks. Look, for a, yeah, to ask an eight-year-old to wear a mask still these days when kids are not vulnerable to uh, to COVID is really, I think, cruel. I think it's cruel. And it's a real setback to the education of these kids that they are trying to learn in a setting where everybody's wearing masks. By the way, I am a little bit hard of hearing. So I have to wear a hearing aid. And even the hearing aid only restores about half of my lost hearing. So I have a hard time um, hearing people. And especially when they're wearing masks, I can't hear a word that people are saying because the sound becomes so muffled. And so there's a real kind of cost to uh, communicating with people when you're wearing a mask. And I know a lot of kids say they have a hard time understanding what the teacher is saying. Or when you go to church, sometimes the even the priest or the or the minister is wearing a mask and it's hard to hear the sermon. So um, I don't understand this mania for masks. I think it's time to tear them off. I think it's time to get rid of all of these requirements, by the way. And if people want to go through the rest of their life wearing a mask, that's their that's the right as an individual, but come on, masks in school doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, I'm going to be taking your calls, by the way, on this program, on the More Money program in the second hour of the program. So I, I hope that people will call in because I love to hear from you. As usual, I'm not in a great mood today. Well, I'm in a great mood because it's a beautiful day uh, all across the um, East Coast. And so that's fantastic. It's a wonderful day to enjoy the sunshine and the not too hot air. Uh, it's going to be a little cooler than it's been. So that's really fantastic. Get out, get exercise, get the fresh air. Uh, those are the best ways, by the way, to stay healthy, fresh air and exercise. And too many people locked themselves in during COVID and they didn't do a lot of good for their health. But I want to talk about our nation's financial health in the few minutes before I get to my first guest, David Sokol, who's coming up. Uh, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> what is going on in Washington? We are now at $4 trillion of borrowing under under Biden, above the normal amount of money that we spend. So I know those of you who are regular listeners know that I've been giving this sermon week after week after week, but I've got to drill it into folks, especially if you're a new listener. $4 trillion. That's what Joe Biden has spent over the amount that the government usually spends. By the way, our bar, our um, our federal budget is uh, right now $6 trillion, and then they've added $4 trillion. An infrastructure bill, a blue state bailout bill, a, cor a corporate welfare bill. Uh, they now they have this. Uh, they passed this health care expansion bill and the and the uh, Green New Deal bill. And now another three hundred to five hundred billion dollars for student loan relief. Um, I wonder. I want to hear from people on this uh, in the second hour. 
are you as outraged about this as I am? I was looking at polls. It looks like about two thirds of Americans find this to be fundamentally unfair. It's unfair to the people who paid back their loans. I mean, you know this. You've heard this over the last few days. But I just cannot believe that Joe Biden and the liberals are behind this idea. Why? Why should why should I have to pay for the uh, deadbeats who aren't paying their loans? Yeah. And I use the word deadbeat. Because somebody who doesn't pay their loan is a deadbeat. You signed on the dotted line. Nobody put a gun to these kids' head or their or the parents' heads and said you have to take out a loan for college. And they did it with the promise that they would pay back the loan. And now that and by the way, a lot of these people are making hundred thousand dollars a year, and they're not paying back their loans. And there has to be people who make sixty thousand dollars a year or seventy thousand dollars a year, an electrician maybe, or uh, you know somebody who's running a small business to repay their loan. This, that's not America. <laughs> what is this? You are responsible for your own behavior, folks. I'm not responsible for you if you fall down. Now, look, sure, I want to help pick people up. And we, we are a Christian nation. We want to help people when they're down on the luck. But a lot of these people are just people who just say, you know what? I'm not going to repay it. I'm going to, I'm going to spend money on a, you know, an e-bike or I'm going to spend money going to the movies or going out for dinner and we'll just let the taxpayers pick up the tab. Folks, that's how we got to $24 trillion in debt with that kind of attitude that the, that the government's going to pay for your food, your rent. You're going to pay for it if you don't work. They're going to pay for you if you don't pay your back to your debts. I'm here to tell you, folks, this is not America. That's not what America is about. It's about pull, people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. It's about people honoring their commitments. It's about paying your bills. And if that breaks down, folks, our society breaks down. And it's an issue of fundamental fairness that the people who repaid their loans should not have to pay for the people who do. Now, if you actually think I'm wrong on this, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you next hour because I have never heard a good defense of this. I don't even understand the logic of it. And by the way, there's a new study by the Penn Wharton uh, model uh, the, that university there, they're saying the cost could be 500 to a trillion dollars. What are we doing? We're bankrupting our country. I love this country. This is the greatest country on earth. It was built on free enterprise, individual initiative, people acting responsibly. And that is breaking down in this country. Joe Biden seems to think that somebody else is going to pay everybody's bills. And if that happens, this great country of ours is going to falter and go bankrupt. I'm Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show. Stay tuned. I have David Sokol coming on, one of our great American businessmen, to talk about these issues more. This is WABC.